So you want to go after a goal, but you are a busy mama and you have too much on your plate. You feel the stirring to do something for yourself that can have a larger impact, but you are overwhelmed by the thought of adding this massive feat into your day. How will it come together in the season of life that you're in right now? How can you possibly hold it together and find time to do the thing? Well, really, all you need is a plan to set a simple goal in the season you are in. Yes, I said simple. We don't have to make this hard or complicated. It can be simple and it doesn't have to take all your time. Your dream may be huge and seem impossible, but if it's a dream from God, it's your purpose work and he will turn the impossible into reality if you take action and walk in it. But in order to do that, you will need to cater your action plan to the season of motherhood you are in. Those precious children are your first mission field, but you can add this in, I promise you. I promise you, I've done it. I know you can too. All you need to do is ask, how can I work toward this God-given goal simply? We'll answer that question today, so stick around. Hey mama, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals, only to feel guilty prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe. I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I sacrificed my own dreams to take care of my kids. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. I desperately wanted to find a way to create simple systems so I could create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own outside of motherhood, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can find yourself again and turn your passions into purpose. In order to have a red-hot mindset, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Goal Driven Mom. Yes, that's right. We have a new name, Goal Driven Mom. Turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. And that is what we talk about here. So if you are ambitious, if you're an achiever, or maybe you're not those things, but you really just want to go after that goal, but you want to be purposeful and you want to be present, then you are in the right place. So today I want to talk a little bit about setting a simple goal for the season you are in because everyone's plan is going to look a little bit different because we're all in a similar journey but we're in different places. We're in different seasons. Some of you might still have littles that you're diapering and taking care of and that need you 24-7. Many of you have at least one or multiple children who are into at least the elementary stage, moving into middle school and high school. So you're, they're a little bit more independent, but that doesn't mean you're not busy because they get into all these activities and you become the Uber driver, right? So how do we set a simple goal? 
Before I get started, I do want to share that my first book, Mind Over Marathon, Taking Goals from Start to Finish in the Race of Life, is a great resource if you do have a goal in mind or if you want to have a goal in mind and you really want some practical tips to make that happen and you want it to be God's way. If you want a biblical perspective in goal setting, that book is great. And you do not have to be a runner to read it. Mind Over Marathon is called that because I feel like racing analogies work really well for analogies in life. And so don't feel intimidated that you're going to have to run a marathon after you read the book. You don't. Your marathon is whatever goal is stirring in your heart that God has placed there. If you want to take a look at that book, it's in audio, paperback, and ebook form. So whichever way you like to read it, you can search Amazon for Mind Over Marathon, or you can head over to redhotmindset.com forward slash Mind Over Marathon, and you'll find it there. So this month of April, I set a 30-day goal, and it's called No Sugar April. Now that probably sounds like a massive goal to some of you. And it actually is a little bit massive for me too, but it's a goal that I feel like I can maintain for 30 days. I didn't do anything like the whole 30 or anything that's really more intensive, um, taking out additional things. And that's for a reason. I already don't have corn in my diet. I already don't do whole wheat. So if I were to take out everything else, I probably wouldn't be eating anything. So I can't do that. But what I wanted to do was to test my body and retrain my mind to not want sugar. Here's why I did this. This is why I set this goal. And I set it because for a while there, for the last couple of weeks uh, before April, I was eating a lot of sugar because I do find that I do get that sugar craving. I become more addicted. I am one of those people who can't control it. When I have a little sugar, I want more sugar and more sugar. And then it goes into that kind of downward spiraling cycle of no goodness. And I could tell that my body was being affected it was affecting my gut. I was not sleeping very well and at some different symptoms. And I'm like, the only thing I changed is I'm eating more sugar. So in order to train my brain again and train my body, I knew I needed to get off of it. So I asked a couple of friends and they said, yes, they would do it with me. So hallelujah. It's so much better doing something like this with accountability with somebody else, because then you really won't cave as easily because you know the other person is not eating sugar either, right? And that's with any goal. That's why accountability is so important. That's why having a coach or a mentor or even just a friend cheerleader to help you out and give you some tough love when you need it is important because we won't do as many things for ourselves as we will for others. And so when we bring someone else into it, it's almost like we have to perform for them, right? Even though we don't, but it's in our head that we do. So that's why I plan this goal. And here's the thing. Like I said, I'm not doing a very intensive one. And I'm also not completely looking at if they're sugar or not. So like I ate some pretzels the other day and they don't have whole wheat or corn in them and they don't have sugar written on the ingredients list, but there were like one or two grams of sugar. I'm not going to be that particular. I'm trying to cut out um, any other like sweeteners like honey and things like that because they are they do similar things with sh as sugar. It's going to give me that same sensation. So what are some steps I'm taking to ensure I can do it simply? Because that's what we need in the season of life we're in, at least for me. I'm in a busy season. I need to have a goal that's simple that I don't have to think about all the time. 
But the main things I'm doing is trying not to buy sweets and bring them into the house right now because when they're in here, I want them. And I'm trying to buy easy to grab snacks that are not processed or sugar filled. So I need to think ahead. Meal planning is really important for me right now and grocery planning. And I do those things on Sunday normally, but I have to be a little bit more intentional and purposeful in my Sunday planning. So that is my goal for the month. I will tell you how it goes at the end, but no sugar April has been good. The first week, I guess I'm only like, by the time you hear this, I'll be a couple weeks in, but um, the first week was hard. I was like, I just want sugar. I just want ice cream. Ice cream's my little addiction. So now I'm feeling a little bit better. I did make myself some fake faux chocolate, I guess we call it, without sugar. It doesn't taste the same, but it does give me like that sensation because I just love chocolate. So it gives me that little, little piece of it. It gives me that, curbs that craving that I have. All right, so let's talk about how to set simple goals. I have eight steps for you in setting simple goals. That sounds like a lot of steps, but they're very simple steps, I promise. The first thing that we do is think about the dreams stirring in our heart. You have to know what your goal is going to be. So where do you think God is leading you? What big dream do you have that you could use to set some simple goals and work toward it? So it's okay to have a big dream. We can break up it up into simple goals. Like if you listen to the podcast episode on Tuesday, we talked about the difference between a dream and a goal. If you didn't listen to it yet, go back and listen because it is important to differentiate between them, but understand how they connect. A dream is your first step. But the goal is the action and the plan behind making it happen. So I want you to just to think about the dream stirring your heart. Journal about it. Pray about it. See where God is leading you. The second step is to decide on one smaller goal that you could work on that will move you toward that larger dream. And yes, I said one. Okay. So, and I'll talk about how, how to put this together uh, with my own example after this. But decide on that smaller goal make it one. And then three, I want you to write that down. What is the goal going to be? Be specific and write down what you're going to be working toward. And then four, take inventory of the time you have. What I want you to do is choose how much time you can dedicate to your goal each day. If you're running around like crazy like I am, you may only have a few minutes a day to work on it. But I want you to really see what timing do I have? Because maybe you don't have time every day, but you can devote an hour or two a few days a week. That's fine too. But you need to know what chunks of time can I do this in? And from there, then you can set a deadline. When do you want to accomplish it this by? You want to think about the step above. You want to think about step four, taking inventory of your time. How much time do you have to invest in your goal each day? And from that inventory, decide on when you want to have this goal completed by. And be realistic based off the time you have. So if you only have 15 minutes a day, your goal might take longer for you than it would for someone else, but that's okay. It is what it is. Don't feel bad about it. Just keep working toward it, right? So set a deadline. A deadline is important because until you have a deadline, you're not going to work toward it. <laughs> so you do need to have that set so you can have that focus of, oh, yeah, I'm going to, if I keep doing what I need to do every day, I'll hit that deadline. And then number six, choose what one to two habits you could start today that will help you take action on your goal 
and write those down too. Okay, what one to two habits can you do? And again, it doesn't have to be daily, but maybe you are trying to do everything daily. Maybe you're doing it a few times a week, whatever it is. Like if you're training for a marathon, you're not going to run seven days a week or you shouldn't. You might have five training days or four training days. So those habits that you're creating are going to be in those days. Unless you're like, okay, now I'm going to work on my fueling. And that might be a daily choice, right? That's a daily habit you're going to create of um, fueling your body with good nutrition. So number seven, after you choose what one to two habits you have, you're going to post your written goal and the one to two daily habits where you can see them. I recommend on your fridge or your bathroom mirror or maybe the door to go into your garage if your car's in there. But you want this to be a reminder for you as to what you're working toward and the simple habit that you need to incorporate into your day to make that happen. The more you see it, the more you'll think about it. The more you think about it, the more natural it's going to become. So I don't believe in thinking about, like you can't be thinking about being a car and all of a sudden you're going to be a car, right? Thinking about it's not going to make it happen. But if you don't have it, if it's out of sight, out of mind, you're definitely not going to be thinking about it or thinking about the action that you need to do to get to that goal. Does that make sense? So post your written goal where you can see it. Number eight, this one's easy, okay? It's a party. Celebrate when you hit it, okay? Take time to reflect on that goal. And then you can use all these steps to start another goal that will lead you to the larger dream. So your next stepping stone, right? Um, but make sure you do celebrate. Reward yourself. If Maybe it's just taking a nap or taking a day off or whatever it is. But make sure that you celebrate that win because it's huge. Even if it felt small, it's a huge win because you did it. You followed through and you made it to the end of that goal. And now you can do it again. You can repeat that process and it'll feel easier this time around. And it'll feel easier the next time around. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be challenges coming your way. But if you keep those goals simple, it will be easier. Okay. So here's how mine plays out when it comes to no sugar April. All right. So we're going to go through all the eight steps. Step number one was thinking about the dream stirring in your heart. And here's the thing. I really felt God calling me to get a grasp on my sugar addiction. So we talked a little bit about that earlier on, but here's the thing. Anything can become an idol if it takes the place of us thinking about God, right? And my sugar addiction is no different. Um, I'll start thinking about sugar more than thinking about my quiet time or whatever it is. So I did not want that to become an idol in my life. And so God really convicted me of that. And I had to come up with a goal to help me through. And so that's what no, where number two comes in. Decide on one smaller goal that you could work on that will move you toward that larger dream. So my big dream really is to not let anything take the place of God, right? That was my big stirring in my heart. So my little goal was that I chose to do No Sugar April because 30 days seemed doable to me. Now, if you have a sugar addiction, maybe you choose to do a week no sugar or you choose to do three days a week no sugar. You know, it doesn't have to be 30 days consistent, um, but that's just what worked for me. And because what I know is that it will help me lose that sweet tooth and that addiction for the time. And maybe I'll add in more time if, I, if needed, if I feel like I need to keep going with it. 
Um, and maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be like, no, I can add it back in. It's no big deal. But I decided not to think about it too hard, which is why I said if there is no sugar in the ingredient list, but there's maybe one to two grams in the label, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to do my best. I also don't want to get ritualistic about it. So number three, write it down. So what is that goal going to be? So here's what I have. My goal is I am not going to eat sugar for 30 days. And that's my deadline too, right? But we'll talk about that in a little bit. And now I have it posted, no sugar April, as a daily reminder for me. So I can remember, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to have sugar. And it can be as simple as that. Number four, take inventory of your time you have and choose how much time you can dedicate to your goal each day. Now, I didn't really have to worry about time for this goal, outside of the fact that I do have to plan how to have food in my house that I can eat, and I need to be intentional when I'm in the fridge or cupboard so that I'm choosing wise foods, you know, that don't have sugar. So I didn't really do a whole lot of inventory, but I am very strategic when I plan now on my Sundays. Number five, set a deadline. When do you want to accomplish this by? For me, it was accomplishing it by May 1st. It's a 30-day goal. This seems doable with the time I have. Um, I felt like if I made it a 60 or 90-day goal, I might not follow through. So I needed to set it to be a smaller one first. Um, and I also planned it for a month when I'm not traveling because I always know traveling's harder because it's really hard to find things without sugar or, you know, you eat out sometimes, um, you don't know if you're going to have a kitchen where you're going or, you know, all those kinds of things. So that varies a lot. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't traveling in that time. Number six, choose what one to two habits you could start today that will help you take action on your goal and write that down. So the one to two habits that I chose was I said, I will shop accordingly each week and not bring in as much processed foods or sweets. So I'm not tempted because my kids don't need all the sugar either, so it, it's good for them too. <laughs> they do. I do bring in some just because the processed food sometimes is easy for lunches and things, but I don't really like them eating a whole lot of that anyway. Um, so that's habit number one. Habit number two, when I really want sugar, I'll say a quick prayer. Because remember, when I dreamed up this goal, the whole purpose behind it was because I didn't want to make an idol. So when I'm thinking about sugar... I want to retrain my brain to think about God. So I'll say a little prayer. And then seven, number seven is post your written goal and the one to two daily habits where you can see them. Like I said, I like to post them on my fridge or my bathroom mirror because I know I will see them a few times a day and it will help me to keep my goal in front of me. So I can just, it's a little reminder. Oh yeah, no sugar. Oh yeah, no sugar. Totally fine. And then number eight, celebrate when you hit it. So. I will let you know in May if I hit my goal and how I feel now, you know, how I feel once the 30 days is done. Like I said, I might decide to continue with it or change it to be one sweet a day or something else. We'll see where God leads. I just knew I needed to curb the addiction because anything that becomes addicting can easily become an idol in our lives. And sugar has been that for me in the past and I saw it happening again. So I needed to curb it. So that's a way that you can see all those eight steps put into practice. You might have to go through, if you're listening in the car, you might want to come through and listen to it again and write them down so that it's easy for you to insert your own goal into those eight steps. So a few things as we wrap up. Sometimes our goals are based on things we need to get rid of in our lives so we can be healthier or be present or be ready for the next right thing that God has for us. 
When we are disciplined in the small things, God will bring us through the big ones. So that's what this goal is based off, something I needed to get rid of in my life, right? I needed to curb the sugar habit. I really hope that this helped you see how to break down a large dream or goal that you have that you really haven't been doing anything with because you don't think you have the time for it in the season you're in. But now you are encouraged to actually try to make something happen. I'm giving you the permission to go after your goals with the time you have and to fit them into your season. You don't have to go all in. You don't have to be laser focused, only thinking about that one thing in order to make it happen. I don't want you to fixate it on a goal because sometimes that fixation can become an idol too. So do it simply. Bring God into it. Allow him to help you set this smaller goal that will be a stepping stone to the next one and the next one. And before you know it, you'll be at that finish line celebrating this massive win, accomplishing this huge dream that you never thought would happen. And if you want help creating this plan, then just book a coaching call with me and we'll work on getting you on the path to simple goals and huge wins by creating your intentional purpose plan. For more details and to book, head to redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching. We will have a ton of fun. I promise you that. I can't wait to hear about the simple goal you set for yourself. This is my challenge for you. I want you to set a simple goal for the coming weeks or months or however long this goal lasts for. And if you're already a part of our Simplicity and Motherhood community on Facebook, hop on in and share your goal with us. We'd love to hear it. And if you're not, I encourage you to come join us and share too. This community is a place where you can build deep connections and personally grow, where we support you as you find clarity in your God-given gifts and goals. You can create life balance and work to be present at home and build habits and systems to help fuel your time and productivity. It's a great place to be. I will leave a link in the show notes or you can search Facebook groups for Simplicity and Motherhood and you'll probably find us. Well, that's all for today, but I can't wait to be back next week with some more power-packed episodes. Have a great weekend, and in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time, and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.